God bless you, uh, everyone. I just, this is Pastor Robert Porter from New Life Christian Center Ministries. I just want to say to you that uh, New Life Christian Center Ministries is here to help restructure your thought life and to create uh, a new way of thinking in your life. It's here to help move you forward in the things of God and to show you that you are in the position of leadership the way God wants you to be. So join me, listen to uh, some of the teachings and uh, learn how God wants you to move forward. So God bless you and I'll see you soon. Uh, Sunday morning for service. Uh, let me pray and get started uh, with what God has for us today. Uh, Father, we thank you for this word and we bless you for it. Lord God, I yield my will to you. Let it be all of you and none of me. And I thank you for this word. That it be a blessing to those that listen, Lord God. And I praise you for it. And I give you glory in Jesus' name. The title of my message today is to live in the power of God. Now, uh, what brought about this particular title and this message is a book that I have read. And I've been meditating on it. And I'm still meditating on it. And the book, the book itself has brought some uh, insight uh, to me and it has caused uh, some thoughts. Now, I know that in the past I have taught on the soul and uh, by me teaching on the soul have brought certain revelation, you know, um, to me and also to the people that I have ministered to. And it, it brought an awareness uh, concerning the soul. Now, from what I've read to this point, and from what I've been studying, it's, it's more revelation that the Lord wants to reveal uh, to us concerning uh, the soul. And in order to live in his power, you have to have a soul that is cleansed. And we, we talked about that in the past. We had to have a clean, a clean soul. So one of the things that have been, uh, can, one of the things that I've been thinking about, what is it? How is it that we have been keeping our soul in such a contaminated stage? Now, it's a word that um, my wife said to me uh, a little while ago. Actually, you know, uh, yeah, she said to me a little while ago, and I want to use this word. It's called meticulous, right? And um, I'm using a couple of things here, my iPhone, my iPad, my Bible, my notes and everything. So, you know, um, I got a couple of things going on here. So now... Um, and the reason why I'm using my iPhone, right, my, my phone right now, because I can give the clear definition of uh, what uh, I was trying, what this word means. Uh, meticulous means showing great attention to detail and very careful. So that's what the word meticulous means, meticulous. So um, 
that's the, the mindset that we need to have concerning our soul. I'm going to say that again. That's the mindset that we need to have concerning our soul. It's showing great attention to detail. So we need to watch uh, what's going into our soul with detail. We need to understand exactly what it is that has been contaminating our soul. Now, if we was to uh, look back on some things that we have done, um, somewhere down the line, we have came into an agreement with something that have brought contamination. That's why the word talks about we need to guard our ears and our eyes. Now, let me read this. It's in Psalms um, 143. So let me read this. It says, Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplication. In thy faithfulness answer me, and in thy righteousness. And then it says, And enter not into judgment with thy servant, for in thy sight they shall, and for in thy sight shall no man live be justified. For the enemy, the enemy, okay? Now, we must understand that we do have an enemy. And um, I brought it out in past teachings talking about how he's continually in the course of heaven uh, judging us concerning things that we have done. But see, I'm going to get more in detail on this. It says, for the enemy has persecuted my soul. He has smitten my life down to the ground. He had made me dwell in darkness as though I have been long dead. So, wherefore, my spirit is overwhelmed with me, and my heart within me is desolate. So, that's a soul that we, that I have talked about in the past. That's a soul that is, um, uh, have been um, uh, contaminated. You see, that's a soul that has been contaminated. That's the word I want to use. The soul that has been contaminated. It's, it's, it's been... Um, it's been uh, 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 filled with um, filthiness and, and it has, it brought him to the point where his spirit and his soul was completely battling all the time. So when your spirit, your spirit is where God lives, it's, it's where, where God lives. So your spirit is always, uh, uh, your spirit is always, <coughs> excuse me, transferring information from heaven uh, uh, to your soul. So it's it's like um, it's like a, a, a processor from heaven to your soul, right? Your soul is what connects you to from heaven and the earth. So in other words, what comes down through your spirit, it goes into your soul. Your soul processes it and man manifests what is processing. You see? So everything that you do, it comes from out of what your soul has processed or you're processing. Um, so let's understand that. So anyway, so now he says, for in, in four, it says, therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed. 
within me. My heart within me is desolated. This is, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all thy works. I muzzle on thy works of thy hand. Stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsties after these as I as a thirsty land. And then it says, Hear me speedily, O Lord. My spirit faileth. Hide not thy face from me. Least I be like unto them that go down into a pit. So that means he's he is really battling with a, a soul issue right now. He is really battling with a soul issue. So uh, to the point that he's feel that he's feel worthless, that he feels as though that um, uh, uh, his his life doesn't matter, or he feels as though that. Um, uh, uh, it's just life is just too hard. Whatever the the, the case may be, uh, in handling life situations, uh, he feels as though that he is failing tremendously in this. I'm here to tell you now: you are not failing. You are not failing tremendously. You are not failing. The the problem that you're having right now is this soul is out of alignment with the will of God. See, so we have to bring this thing back in order for us to live in the power of God. Well, what is the power of God? Let me let me briefly give you that. Power of God truly means that God river flows out of you. That means that you flow in the river. That means you manifest the things that God wants you to have or to do for him. So when you're living in the power of God, that means there's a steady flow of God's uh, uh, manifestation that is flowing out of you. There's, 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 it's like a river that is continually moving, you see? So that's operating out of the power of God. Now, with a soul in this condition, that is, you are unable to fulfill that, you see? Now, um, I won't be able to finish what I got to, to, to minister on. Uh, uh, this is going to take a little time for me to get through what I need to get through to you. It's because it's a lot that, ha is, uh, that has been revealed to me. And there's a lot that's going to be revealed to you. But I have to take my time. I have to start from groundwork. We're going to have to start building. And we're going to have to start identifying some things. Be patient with us. We're going to get there. And it says, <clears throat> for seven, hear me speedily, O Lord. My spirit faileth. What it's failed to do is to, is to make the transition from heaven into your soul. It's to bring the things from heaven to you. Your soul is what connects you from uh, heaven to earth. It connects. That's what connects you to the spiritual realm of God. Right there, your soul. That's where it, it, it's like. You can look at it, it's a grand central station for your for your spirit. It's a grand central station. You know where all the trains come in and connect and everything. That's what your soul does. It come and you, you it, it brings everything from heaven, but yet it also can bring everything in from the other side as well. 
It's like a grand census. It just brings everything together, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It just brings it all together. This is what your soul does. And it says, hide not my face from thee, lest I like be unto thee that go down into the pit. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. For thee I do trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. For if I for if I lift up my soul to thee, deliver me, O Lord, from thy enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. So you you have to so 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 in other words, um you have an enemy that is after your soul. Okay? If he can get your soul, he can get you. So, um, now that can come in different forms, different, it can come in, in, in several different ways and any way you look at it, I call it an entrapment, an entrapping your soul. He, he figures out ways to entrap your soul. Now, if he entrapped your soul, that means he can have something in common with you, uh, your sin or whatever. In other words, uh, by your soul being entrapped or he entrapped you entrapping your soul that means that when it comes time for judgment or when it comes time for you to to, to move ahead he's going to hold you back because uh in order for you to move in the things of god you have to have your soul clean but if your soul isn't clean, if he can find something that he uh, that he is uh, familiar with or he can connect to, that will hold you back from moving forth. Let me finish. And then it says, 10, teach me to do thy will. For art thou my God? For thy spirit is good. Lead me to the land of Uprighteousness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake. For thy righteousness sake, bring my soul, listen, bring my soul out of trouble. Out of trouble. And of thy mercy, cut off thy enemies and destroy all of them that afflict my what? Soul. For I am thy servant. For a Affects, affects my soul. Now, your soul is spiritual. God put it in it's spiritual. See, that's, that is your connection uh, to God. Now, let me read this. Ephesians 6.12 For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You see that? So, the, the wrestle... The wrestling comes from within your soul. You see? 
That's where the wrestling started. It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual, listen, spiritual wickedness in high places. So, folks, this is what our soul be fighting against. Ephesians 6.12, this is what our soul be fighting against. We be fighting against the principalities, the rules of the darkness. Now, let me, let me share this with you. Now, let's talk about principalities. Principalities are the highest rank, ranking beings of fallen angels in Satan's kingdom. They are as ranking suggested that they are one of Satan's uh, uh, users. Uh, in other words, they ruling spirits over each nation and over the earth. When Daniel, when he was praying and fasting, this is on the notes, for 21 days, the angel of God sent to bring him an answer and told him that he had been delayed for 21 days because of spiritual resistance from the prince of Persia. The prince of Persia was demonically, uh, the demonic principality over the Persian empire that Daniel was living and serving under that time. So in other words, we are dealing with principalities that rules over nations and over governments. Right? Now I'm going, that's just follow me. Now, when this is why God is so uh, uh, adamant about us delivering our nation, you see, because of the principalities that try to rule over. Now, the principalities, uh, because Satan operates in a certain government as well. So the principalities, we have principalities and powers. Now, let me give you the definition of powers. Powers, as name, as ranking suggested, powers are uh, celestial beings, fallen angels in Satan's kingdom again, who are responsibilities for manifesting a spiritual powers behind signs and wonders and miracles. Now, the example of that is when Moses was standing before Pharaoh, and 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 he had the uh, the magician, the the the, the magicians and everything else standing behind him. And when he threw his rod down, they were snakes. Uh, but when Moses threw his rod down, his snake ate the other ones up. So they are what you call powers that uh that is designed to uh perform certain wonders uh that is engaged by an occult you see that's engaged by an occult so powers of fallen angels who are responsible for manifesting a spiritual power <clears throat> uh binding many signs and wonders and miracles performing by those that are engaged in an occult. And I'm not saying that you're engaged in a cult, but I'm just letting you know that this is what powers do. Now, so, um, and, and of course you want to find that. That's in Exodus 7, uh, uh, 10 through 12. 
So now let's move on to this. Okay, we're still talking about Ephesians 6.12. Now we talked about the principalities and we talked about the powers. Now you say, now pastor, what does this have to do? This has everything to do with your soul. See, because I'm like, like I said, I'm going to, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting to the point that I'm trying to get to. But see, first right now, what I'm doing, I am establishing my, my case. Now we read that our soul becomes imprisoned. Uh, it makes us feel like we are dead. It makes us feel like that, you know, we have lost something. It, it, it just makes us feel we have, in other words, lost the game. Well, what I'm trying to tell you, you haven't. What's going on is that we are, we are dealing with certain principalities that has been released by the enemy to attack our soul. And I'm going to, boy, I tell you, this is, this is, this is something else here. This is, this is, this is amazing when God will start revealing certain things to me. As I get into this, you, you'll see and understand why. Now, let's go down to uh, uh, rulers of the darkness of this world. The rulers of the darkness of this world, again, it's terrestrial, it's a terrestrial beings, fallen angels. These are the angels that, that Satan have um, convinced uh, to turn against God, fallen angels. They influence, oh my God, they influence the minds of men and women by using philosophies, certain ways of thinking, socialism, all sorts of isms that goes along with it. These are rulers of the darkness. These principalities again is designed to contaminate your soul to take you out of of the mindset to put in their suggestions their um ideas their thoughts in you to contaminate your soul. Let me read this again. This is the rulers of the darkness of this world. Their job is to influence the mind of men and women by using vain philosophies, ways of thinking, such as socialism and other kinds of isms that makes it difficult for humans, for us, to see the glorious light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, so it, 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 it makes it difficult for us to see the glorious light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, it says, uh, it, it, it describes the work of these demonic entities in this way. It says, but even if our gospel is in a sense hidden or behind the veil, it is hidden only to those who are perishing. So this is how the enemy uh, tries to hide the gospel from you. He hides it uh, through vain socialism, uh, all types of isms to keep you from uh, seeing the glorious light of the gospel of Christ. You see? Now, and that's in 2 Corinthians 4, 
chapter 3 and 2. Now, let's talk about spiritual wickedness in high places. Hallelujah. I hope you are gaining something for this. Spiritual wickedness, spiritual wickedness in high places. Spiritual wickedness in high places is the fourth ranking of the satanic angels. In other words, it's the lowest ranking thing of the satanic angels. Okay? Who are the ones who are behind the warfare in the gospel. They are the ones who uh, who are who are literally are battling for your soul. Ah, boy. These are the ones. These are the low-ranking angels that are battling for your soul. We had different governments from the satanic realm. We have, again, principalities. We have powers. We have rules of the darkness of this world. We have spiritual wickedness in, in high places. These are the ones that's constantly, uh, uh, that, that is constantly battling with you in order for you to receive or to do anything for God. They are the ones who are continually attacking your soul. To live in the power of God, for number one, there must be a transition that takes place within your soul. It has to be a transition. In other words, you cannot have your soul in imprisonment condition and expect to perform what God wants you to perform. Now listen. Your soul, God has set your soul to be, to be the, me the meeting place, the connecting place for him and you. Your soul is where transformation happens. This is where um, uh, we deal with, uh, this is where uh, we deal with the issues of God. In other words, this is where God is able to, to release the things from heaven to you. It's right here. But yet, this is also where the enemy also wants to release uh, dynamic, uh, you know, evil things to you from this point. Your soul is like uh, an altar that brings spiritual things to manifestation. In other words, it gives uh, power to whatever needs to be released, your soul. Either demonic or even the blessings or the glory of God. It's all manifested from your soul. So as I was reading this book, it dawned on me because he was teaching on altars, altars, altars. You know how, you know, bring, bringing things to the altar and, uh, you know, altar, you know. So um, when I was looking at this and I started praying about it and the Lord said to me, he says, your soul is the only thing that connects you to heaven. And then he says, 
God considers your soul as an altar. Why? Your soul is what brings legalism or makes it legal to be able to operate on this earth. Good God Almighty. Wow. Without that, the enemy cannot bring what he wants to bring to earth. God can't bring what he needs to bring to earth. Your, your soul is like an altar. It's where you meet God to bring what he needs to bring to earth. That is the legal ground. If you look throughout the word of God, everything that has been released on this earth from God has come to some sort of altar. Everything. Especially within the Old Testament. You talk about them setting up altars uh, all, all the time. Abraham. I, I mean, they, they all, all of them set up altars to release, to, to connect, uh, uh, to make the transfer from heaven into earth. But that was a symbol when God, when Jesus died and he rose up. And he became your Lord and Savior. So God lives within so what so now the altar your soul becomes the altar this is where the transformation takes place you see this is where your spiritual exchanges happen this is this is why the devil wants to control your soul because it's a platform that can be used legally to bind or to loose. Good God. Y'all hear me? It's, 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 it's a platform. So Satan, if he can control your soul, that means he can control the platform of your life. You see, he can take advantage of your life. How? By what I just read in Ephesians 6.12. You see? So here, here it is. So the, the wicked one has us fighting everything out here. Somebody give you a bad report. We're fighting it out here. The bill collector's calling you. We're fighting it out here. People talking about you. People, people doing this. This is going on. All our fighting and all our battles have been out here. And in the same token, while we fighting out here, Satan is using the things that we say and we do to contaminate, well, in other words, to change our mindset and to contaminate our soul. With our soul is con when our soul is contaminated, we have created what I, what I want to call an, an, evil, an evil altar within us. So in other words, we're bringing uh, uh, the, the, the manifestation of the evil one and not the manifestation of God's glory. You see? But see, this is all set up and, and divinely structured by, by, by the enemy. He knows if he can get your mind, he can have your soul. If he can get your mind, then he can have your 
your soul. So now, let me read this. Hallelujah. When we're dealing in a situation like this, most of us, we, we call this thing spiritual warfare. That's what we call it, spiritual warfare. What it is, it's a battle of your soul. When you're sitting there and, and, and you fighting against certain things, all sorts of thoughts coming to you, all sorts of things happening, it's, it's, it's a battle for your soul. See, once you understand this spiritual, you, you'll start realizing quickly that you're in spiritual warfare or the enemy is trying to control or there is certain things that, that uh, uh, the enemy is trying to use through you to get to someone else legally. I just knew I wouldn't be able to finish this uh, today, but I want to just give you enough so we can uh, uh, get this groundwork laid out because that's what I'm trying to do, get this groundwork laid out. But I, I want you to start uh, coming to a full understanding of why your soul is imprisoned. But see, if we want to live in the power of God, we're going to have to deal with our soul. Well, this is Pastor Robert Porter from New Life Christian Center Ministries. I want to say to you, God bless you and thank you for being with me today. I will see you soon. God bless. Bye-bye.